All right, everybody, welcome back here to Jordan Hare Stadium, AuburnUndercover.com, the Auburn Undercover YouTube channel. Jason Caldwell, I'm Nathan King. Um, oh, uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about it, like we're walking out here. I mean, it, I, I, it's honestly one where you just don't really know what to say. Uh, it's um, unbelievable to to do everything you had to do to win a football game. You, you ran the football, uh, made plays when you had to on defense put yourself in, in a position to do it. And then a couple plays a difference. Yep. Um, and and it's, it's bad to say that, but you know, you know, the, the muff punt return, fourth and 31, uh, you make either one of those plays and you're probably walking out of here a winner and, and you're storming the field in the process and it didn't happen. Well, we drew a bunch of parallels to the, to the 2001 Iron Bowl. By the way, Auburn, 27-24, <laughs> loses the Iron Bowl here inside Jordan-Hare Stadium with a crazy 4th and 31 play. We'll get to all of that. Um, we assume that everybody has already, has already watched all that and knows everything about that. We were drawing parallels to 2021, and that game, Jason, Alabama made just enough more plays than Auburn did. Mm -hmm. Auburn was down. They were injured. They really had no chance. This felt like a similar game, except in the way that I thought Auburn outplayed Alabama Correct. for most of the... I mean, Alabama had five straight drives from the second quarter to the fourth quarter that totaled three points. Yeah. But it was that fifth drive that ended in the muff punt. And so, like you said, it really came down to, look, Auburn put together the performance you wanted in this game on both sides of the ball. I thought the offense and the run game yep. were really, really strong. The defense clamped down when they needed to but just a couple plays ended up making the difference. And uh, obviously, 4th and 31 now is going to be something that's going to be one of Alabama's you know, most memorable Iron Bowls. It it's is. It's something they point to for a long it time. It is. And, and, you know, and honestly, I, I asked Hugh Freeze about it after the, after the game. Still not sure if that's the way I would have approached it. But as he said, he's like, look, you got nine guys that are eight guys that are watching the quarterback. Even if ninth, the ninth would have been Eugene Asante, who was kind of there in the middle. You still got eight guys knowing that you got to get it to the end zone. And, um, the problem was is that once you scrambled around so long, uh, you know, DJ James and those guys started trailing and tailing guys instead of kind of just keeping their eyes on the quarterback. And so all it took was one play. Um, Jalen Milrow was probably the difference in this game. Absolutely. Uh, when you look at the, what it was able to do in the run game, extend plays. Auburn gave up a fourth and goal at the 31 and a third and 17 in this game alone. And so you start talking about some of those big plays they were able to make on some of those, those situations. And it was huge. Um, and you're right, Nathan, everything we said Auburn had to do to win the game, they did. Yep. Um, but again, you can't make those kind of mistakes in those situations and, and teams are going to make you pay. Yeah, a couple of them. You know, Peyton Thorne's interceptions were fourth half, didn't matter, end of the game, didn't Correct. matter. At the end of the day, still three turnovers to Alabama, zero in this game. Milrow, absolutely. Um, the difference, you know, I thought he was supremely impressive in this game. And, you know, that was probably the only part of Auburn's defensive game plan that, that, that didn't work out very yeah. consistently they they were they chose to pressure less thinking that okay we're not going to get that much with three let's just drop everybody back and try to go in coverage the problem with that really until that play was that he had so many openings even the third and 20 mm -hmm. on that drive he didn't convert it but he makes it a fourth and one and makes yeah. it something that is convertible on the next Correct. play so many i think it was 107 rushing yards for him but it felt like every time auburn dropped those guys back he had seven or eight free rushing yards before anyone was even in this vicinity and that was you know, on a, on a day where the Auburn defense did a lot of what it was supposed to do, like you said, he ended up being yeah, the difference. The, the, yeah, Auburn's front, and, and you go, okay, pick your poison. Do you blitz and then have to play man and turn your back and risk giving up, you know, 60, 70-yard touchdown runs? Or do you say, look, what we're not going to do is let him beat us running the football? And even then he did it. Um, and I thought it was really more lack of containment on the ends than it was necessarily the plan. The plan, I thought, was, hey, keep him in the pocket. Yep. 
And too many times guys got too far upfield or got caught inside, and when he broke it outside, there was nobody there. So if you do one, you can't do both. And then too many times for Auburn, it was both. They, they tried to contain and they lost contain at the same time, and that was huge. Um, offensively, you know, after a, a tough early start, I thought Peyton Thorne played pretty well. He threw it much better in the second yep. half. They dialed up some really good things offensively in the second half. And, you know, the running game was the key. Peyton ran it well. Jarquez, Demari Austin. 285 yards. 285 before the sack yards. Yeah. 244 net rushing yards against that Alabama defense. You know, it's hard to ask a whole lot more from, from what they did offensively. And again, a couple of couple of key drops. Now, you know, right here, Javaris Johnson, that would have been a tough play on the back end line. But, you know, Valdo Fairweather, one ball's underthrown, but yep. still it needs to be caught. Another one that he had over the middle that, that would have converted a third down that, that you didn't you know, make a play on. So, um, not quite enough for a team that is, we've seen that before, just not quite enough for them. I thought Auburn, their response early on was stellar. I mean, this was the first couple drives for Auburn. I mean, you obviously had the face mask. There was a missed call that put them in a bad spot on their second drive. But Alabama went up. They scored. Auburn went two and out, three and out, two straight drives. Yep. And it was like, man, this this looks kind of rough. Bama scored on the fourth yep. and one before that was called back. And I thought Auburn's response from there, that's when they started running the ball. Those two drives, I think it was eight plays, 160 yards on those two drives. Yep. All of it were all of it was runs yes. by, by Jarquez Hunter and Demari Olsen. You mentioned Peyton Thorne. I think three of three for 71 yards and a touchdown in the third quarter. Yes. And so that was after he was two of ten in the first half. So Free said it after the game. He said, "Look, we didn't really change anything as the game went on. Just it was just a matter of executing that game plan." But the questionable slash, I guess you know, really brutal play there at the end was was Coy Moore's muff punt. And I mean, 4:48 remaining. Auburn would have had a chance to choose some clock. Yeah, Alabama has three timeouts left. Yes, you're probably yes. not taking them at that moment. Right. So yeah, you, you may not have scored. Yeah, but. yeah, but but if you could, you know, if you get two first downs right there, you probably end the game. And the yeah. way Auburn's moving the football right there, you might have had a chance to do that. Um, again, it's it's just unfortunate, and and you know we don't know why it was yeah. going more instead of Keontae Scott. Um, but you know, it, it, and and hey. Nobody, I, I promise you, nobody feels worse than Coy Moore does. We, right. Hey, we heard, hey, he, he was still in the locker room really late after this game. Um, you know, that's that's one of those moments that it's an unfortunate part of it. You know, he loses his footing and you're like, hey, on hindsight, you probably just go, hey, just try to get out of the way as much as possible. Try to make a catch and it didn't work out. Every, you know, if you're going to have miraculous plays, if you're going to have huge moments, and especially in a rivalry game like this, somebody is going to be on the other side of it. That's how football works. Even DJ James, yep. he, had a, he had a stellar game. Yep. Absolutely fantastic. He'll be he'll be an NFL draft pick. He'll be playing in the league for the next 15 years. But every time that highlight plays, he, yeah. he's going to find himself on the, on the he, TV screen. He stand. is, and yeah. And, you know, so, yeah, it's an unfortunate ending to, to what was a really good football game for Auburn. Yeah. Um, to play as well as they did. And you know, Hugh Freeze said it tonight. Somebody ask about, hey, what do you take from being right there with, with George and Alabama this year? And he said, look, in the end, it's about wins and losses. And that's true. But there's no question that you look and you go, did, did you see a step? Yeah, we saw steps. Do you, do you need to get better? Absolutely. And that includes coaching, but talent level, everything about it, execution. Because you know, the execution is on that last play, hey, you got a bunch of guys that are watching the football. Just make them throw it and then go knock it down. Um, didn't happen that way. And so. Um, comes up a little short on a night when everything was primed for Auburn to uh, 
to finish off this regular season in a big way. Yeah, I mean, the, that perplexing, really, the way that, that final play turned. I mean, the, I think the probability of it is what I kept coming back to. I mean, how often are you going to convert a fourth and 31? Just unbelievable. Alabama had five pass catchers in the end zone. Auburn had eight guys defending right. the football, and you're still able to not only score at the in, last in a, minute, in but in the It, it, in wasn't, a, it wasn't a jump ball. Yep. Yes, I mean, yep. it was just the throw. Yeah, yeah, and that. a spectacular throw for him to come across there. Yeah, I mean, that was the point I, I kind of clung to from Hugh Freeze afterwards. You know, the Georgia game wasn't as dramatic, but it was, still was a case of their players that are a lot more talented coming through in the very final stages to, to give their team a win. Obviously, it was a little bit more dramatic here with Alabama, but he said, you know, the, the message, talking about the recruits, obviously you and Christian here, a spectacular recruiting weekend yep. for Auburn. His message to those recruits, which I understand, probably still had a fantastic time oh, yeah. here yeah. at this game. The message is that, look, as heartbreaking as this is, Auburn feels like it is close to, to, to closing this gap against teams Yeah, like and I mean, player after player said that, and, and I've been to a lot of games here, been to a lot of Iron Bowls here. That atmosphere was as good as any of them. I mean, it was fantastic. Um, you know, after a slow start, you know, we, we talked about it before the game. And, and, and I, it's funny because I actually talked to Hugh Freeze about it for a second. And I said, look, if, if you'll give this crowd a chance, they'll carry you along. And that happened. The crowd carried this team throughout the game. And I think it was a learning experience for them, for the new players that hadn't been a part of it, to see what you can do in this place when, it, when everything's going. Now you got to just get better and, and, and get better on the field, on the sidelines. That's all a part of it. As Auburn finishes here, an even 6-6 six and six in the regular season, I think this game was, you know, at its, at its core was an amalgamation of a lot of things we've seen from this team. Some good, some bad, lots of inconsistency and feeling like you're just a step away from having the types of plays, the playmakers, the execution to be able to win yeah. games and, like and this. Yeah, and like I said, look at the last play. Yep. You know, you go, you get three guys up there. If Alabama is playing that same situation and they're rushing their three guys, they're probably able to get pressure at some point. That's that's the difference is having those kind of guys that even in that situation you go, we feel like we can get pressure. When you when you feel like no matter how many guys we see in, we can't get enough pressure, then you have to resort to going, okay, what's our best course of action? And it was dropping everybody and, and you know hoping you're not going to end. Yeah, this is one that we'll still obviously talk about for a while. It's one, like the player said after the game, it's going to sting for Auburn for quite some time. They had an opportunity here to close out the regular season on a high note. Instead, 6-6 six and six in year one for Hugh Freeze. We will see, I guess, not this Sunday, but Sunday after where they're going to go bowling. Incredible atmosphere. I mean, you, you absolutely could not beat the, the type of football that was played here tonight at Jordan-Hare Stadium, but Alabama ends up getting their miraculous, you know, 10, 10 years after the kick six, they get a miraculous finish here in Jordan-Hare Stadium. 27-24, Alabama wins. For Jason Caldwell, Nathan King, thank you guys so much for joining us. Join us over at AuburnUndercover.com. We'll talk to you all soon.